I Want to Be a White Saviour by Alexandra Marshall. May all that you stand for and that we stand for be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country, it is a free country. I want to be a white saviour, at least that is the impression given by hordes of pasty protesters marching with their fist raised amid the smoke and ruin of black neighbourhoods. Like rich kids off to Africa on their gap year to help the poor, protesting has become a social game played by people who have no idea what kind of monsters they feed in the shadows. Service is the socially acceptable answer to fill in time for those who haven't decided what to do with their lives. Overwhelmed by the prospect of adulthood, thousands run away to immerse themselves in a desperate situation in the hope that the experience will enlighten them. In this case, we are saddled with a directionless generation that spends far too much time looking at itself in the mirror. The mental rot of unmotivated young people is being expressed in a tedium of self-indulgent causes not satisfied with latching onto apocalyptic rhetoric, they have invented new genders for themselves and an entire social network that rewards self-pity. People who genuinely want to make a difference usually go out and do so quietly. The saviour trope is reserved for individuals who seek emotional gratification from superficial actions, and there are few things less helpful than waving bits of cardboard around while posing for Instagram photos. Protesting against powerful institutions and vested corporate interests that govern the nation is a dangerous undertaking. Rocking up to a weekly riot where the police kneel at your feet and the world's largest businesses promote your efforts on social media is quite literally a walk in the park. Activism related to Marxist and globalist causes has taken on a festive atmosphere. These events are popular because they require no sacrifice on behalf of the individual while reaping the maximum reward in the form of rising social status. This is what we call virtue signalling, where getting a photo of yourself with a raised fist or adding pronouns to your bio signals that you are morally superior to the rest of society. Of course... The people who spend all afternoon marching around insisting that all land is stolen land have no intention of giving up their homes. Should anyone attempt to take their land and give it back, they would be the first to call the police they try to defund and demand help. Similarly, those convinced that the world is moments from catching fire are never going to toss their precious iPhones in the trash. The only actions that they appear willing to engage in are selfish criminal riots in which everyone walks out with a shopping trolley full of Nikes. It is the meeting of consumerism and activism where morality is sold rather than earned. The purpose of these protests is not to solve an existential human crisis, but rather for certain political groups to take power without having to go through the inconvenience of election. 
Organisers encourage protests to descend into a demonic vista of burning streets and brutal racial attacks because it suits their purpose to spread fear, hatred and civil unrest. They want the rest of society to rise up and attack them so that they can produce solid proof of a victimhood status to justify their earlier crimes. None of this would be possible without hundreds of thousands of brainwashed idiots showing up for the emotional grift. Abetting violence and criminality might seem like a strange way to show solidarity, but the behaviour of modern white activists is not so different to the West's international aid network, propping up terrorists, corrupt governments and militias all over the third world. The shared instinct to do good is one of the easiest to corrupt. Predatory aid organisations have always used emotionally manipulative images of starving children to rip money out of people who are led to believe that they are helping others. While some money does make it through to refugee camps, the majority is spent on the aid bureaucracy itself, which is full of criminals and pedophiles, or worse, it is used to arm the thugs who are trapping these nations in poverty. In reality, the guns used to shoot the starving are bought by those in the West who put a few coins in an envelope. Ironically, we are inflicting a similar terror upon ourselves by funding Marxist and globalist movements who intend to start a race war in the heart of our cities. Millennials claim to loathe their colonial and religious history, yet they spend a lot of time reliving the highlights. One of the chief criticisms that critical race theory has of European culture is the white saviour trope of white people, usually attached to a missionary, heading off into the third world to save the natives from poverty, ignorance and sin. Here we are in 2021 with predominantly rich, upper-class white kids in possession of a serious superiority complex, enforcing their standard of moral purity on the world to save the natives. Although, credit where credit is due, millennials aren't merely focused on world peace, they also believe that they can control the weather if they tax their parents. Naivety and arrogance are the burden of youth, but when monetized by the most most powerful people in the world, it becomes fatal. It is easy to blame schools for brainwashing children into a collective hysteria of survivor's guilt a notion that has been bred into the West since their empire successfully dragged humanity into its modern prosperity. In reality, it took a match to light the fire of activism and that can be traced straight to social media. The medium itself is not a problem. It is that parents allowed their children to be raised online in an environment stalked by political movements and corporations, all looking to indoctrinate the next generation into handing over their time and money. Kids show up to protest because they enjoy skipping school and they get to brag about it online. The causes are irrelevant. Just like the children heading off to Africa on their gap year, young protesters are ignorant of the true nature of the people they wish to help. How many white women have travelled to Africa only to be raped and beheaded by local men? Too many. They are told that it is their fault that these countries are a mess, so they venture across the world, heavy with guilt, only to discover that convenient advertising sold them a lie. It is a mirage designed to siphon money off the public that falls apart the moment someone stands face to face with a culture, religion and ideology that has no desire to be saved. If young activists at Black Lives Matter riots and climate change rallies were able to see the people sitting behind the hashtags and hear what they had planned, they would run away in horror. 
The systems they claim to hate are created by the same people manipulating them into manufactured outrage. The end result will be a huge mistake that haunts future generations, just like the misguided actions of the white saviors. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynic, so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future.